0: Want to talk? This podcast serves as a spiritual thread among people like me. I am Latino, I'm an immigrant, I'm a son of a single mom, I'm gay, and I have a master's degree. But those things don't define me. I'm one with my mind, body, and soul. My body is the vehicle that transports generations of whispered wisdoms from the spirit world to the material one. I'm reconnecting with friends from different stages in my life and talking about how they managed to go through the struggle of this world focused on status, money, egos, and pride, and listen to their stories of how they've learned to let go, learned to forgive, and most importantly decided that the universe was conspiring in their favor. We're not totally clueless, but we have not yet fully grown to the people we were meant to be. I want to help raise the human consciousness, and I hope you listen in. This is Wanna Talk. So I'm here with my good friend, Sally.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, why to, do
1: we always giggle when uh, we and look, just look just at giggle, each other oh my
0: god because you're so beautiful <laughs> oh stop that <was> not bad. <laughs> now, um, keep going though <laughs> <laughs> so when
1: did we meet Sal okay so we met my first um, memory of you was on College Avenue and you, your mom had an apartment Oh, yeah. Okay. And I remember, like, th- it's that memory. So it was like nine. And then there was another memory of you going to church. Like I remember, remember we had Sunday school. Yeah. And you were
0: there. I remember you pants me in <gasps> summer school. <laughs> you. I think we were in, we were in. I don't know what. Yeah. Wait,
1: I pants. I think
0: it? you pants me, in some in Sunday school, at church
1: what? Like, I put your pants down? Yeah. Why would I do that?
0: (laughs) I don't know, I just remember it just came to me.
1: Ungodly hour. Ungodly
0: hour, Sally. Okay, well, I
1: apologize. (laughs) I don't remember doing that. So this
0: is the real reason why I brought you on this podcast. (laughs) 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 No, so, no, but I just always remember you just being there, you know, like in, in life, and then we moved into a Habitat for Humanity house, which happened to be, like, three doors down from your house. Right. Um, and that was when I was, like, ten. Yep. And then you were, what, like, ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Four years. Well,
1: three yeah, years. Three years older. Yeah, three years older. And... So I was, like, a
0: teen. Yeah, and then we went to the same church, because your dad was a pastor. Mm-hmm. And your mom helped with everything, and then
1: mm-hmm.
0: once I got into high school...
1: I feel like we got closer in high school because I was forced to drive you to yeah. high school, <laughs> to school, I, in my Honda.
0: I didn't want to take, I not want take the bus because of my pride and my ego.
1: Well, uh, first of all,
0: who <laughs> liked gotta,
1: going in a bus? I, I had the privilege of parents being so scared of buses that I was always driven to school. Bougie. Bougie. I, I don't know because our cars were hoods, so I don't know how bougie that really is to hear uh <laughs> like Your car parking. was not.
0: You had a Chevy. What was the big car? You had that. What?
1: My car or? Your my,
0: mom's car. Oh, you. Oh, my mom had, a nice had a, My mom did get a Tahoe. Yeah,
1: yeah, they
0: had a Tahoe. They that were that nice was nice. Cars. You know, it was crazy because we were. You were a senior, I was a freshman, you know. And yeah. I never, I, don't, I never even like made friends like before high school because mm-hmm. my mom was always afraid I was gonna get kidnapped.
1: Yeah.
0: As far as like my whole like immigrant yeah section when we came from Cuba, that she was like, yeah, if we, hold my hand or you're gonna get taken. Or you're gonna get taken away. <laughs> so I tried to making friends in middle school, and then my mom just said I wasn't allowed to go over their house, and they're not allowed to go over my house. Yeah. Thankfully, my parents knew your parents, so it oh, was you fine. Could
1: come over,
0: yeah. And then. I remember you being so popular in high school.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was a freshman and we were in honors and I was like everyone knows her. <laughs> this is Wait, awkward. Was
1: it in a like, good way or a bad way? In a good way. I had an idea that I like liked everyone and everyone liked me, but in senior like senior year was definitely eye-opening where like not everyone liked me. And I was so scared. <laughs> but i acted like it really wasn't that big of a deal but it was because of boys
0: because of boys
1: boy problems right we all have when you're like
0: 17 and you think the whole world revolves around you
1: i did i will say i was very like fortunate to have a great high school life like i was always involved in everything i was in musicals i was in orchestra and i was in what vocal ensemble like i was in all the extracurricular activities field hockey soccer um but i think it was just it was my way to kind of escape like being with my parents like
0: i think it's the way it is for a lot of kids though yeah um yeah when i was teaching it was like there's no other place that kids have the space to be kids because they have to be around all the real problems, mm. you know, at home. Yeah. Um, so the teachers get so frustrated when they act up or whatever it is, but... You know, that's you don't the only what release, they're, what they're
1: going through. What they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not saying that my life was crazy, like, in, at home. It was just, like, I didn't want to be around my parents. Like, I yeah. wants to be around, like, 40-year-olds that watch Sabado Gigante? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. Staple <laughs> in
0: our house with Cristina and Walter. Yes! Mercado.
1: Yes, <laughs> He passed away. Yeah. So sad.
0: Um, But I just kind of remember, I, tr- I try to fit in with mm-hmm. all, like, the white kids and all the, mm-hmm. like, they have, they came from such different backgrounds, backgrounds yeah. you know, they have, you know, both parents, they had, mm-hmm. you know, their money, they had their, like, nice houses, mm-hmm. with, like, their pools and everything, and then, you know, it was, I don't want to say I was embarrassed to take people to my house mm-hmm. at, at some point, but it kind of seemed like you had it all together, even though as a Latina, like, navigating, mm-hmm. Through that escape, how well, what was that?
1: I what I'm gonna what I will say is, at that time in my life, I had both parents. Yeah. They were both still married. We both like th- this was their first house that they purchased, and I will say out of both my parents, when they purchased that home, they were the first in their family to have purchased a home, and um obviously the background my parents were pastors so there was like you know this like holy home it's not not that it was holy but I think we just grew up in a very loving environment of course there's fights of course there was dinner awkwardness here and there but overall we all supported each other and loved each other and my parents really 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 supported me which allowed me to be able to do what I wanted to do in high school so I I didn't have the worry and I think I thank my parents for that and I also am cursed by that I was in this bubble of like I literally could do anything I wanted and not like in a like a bratty way but it was like Oh, you want to go to IB? Okay. Oh, you're going to stay up, like, stay later in school because you have to study for these tests? Okay, cool. Oh, you want to go to vocal ensemble? We'll drive you to the concerts. Oh, you have soccer and, or field hockey, and you have to bring snacks for everybody in the bus? I got, like, we'll go to Costco. Like, there was, they supported me in every way that I can, That and they I had that, they're, they're, like, they had my back. Now, as an adult, they don't have our past. We have to, what, l- literally figure out life by itself, like, with, with just us. So, thank you, Mom for, and Dad, from, like, being a baby to, like, 18. But after that, whew, that was an experience. So, when you were
0: 18... 18- you had you were living a dream, you know. Um, you're you're you had a boyfriend, <laughs> right? I did. You had a boyfriend. You got yeah. into a great school.
1: Yeah, I got into ASU. ASU. Yeah.
0: Um, so at that time, what did you see when you look forward at thirty-two?
1: Oh. What I did ate- you see
0: your life? Yeah. At 18? So.
1: I, when I got accepted to ASU, I was like, okay, I'm going into their political science. I'm going to be a political science major and I'm going to, I didn't, I, I I didn't know what I was going to do with my relationship, but like I was always like, I already got accepted to Arizona. So I'm like, I'm not going to not go to school. So,
0: um, and you had family there, so that was a support I had system there. And I had yeah. a
1: support system there. And so I just, I was excited. I was scared. But because I was so, like, raised so confident that I'm like, oh, you know, I have a support. I, I, I'm just gonna go there. Uh, wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. So,
0: what was your first major, like,
1: yeah, like, um that I did punch didn't...
0: in the face type of thing. Oh, my
1: first punch in the face was that I didn't do my financial aid like in the spring. I did it in the summer. So I lost like all these different types of grants that I could have received. Not only that, um that's I part had of the,
0: that's part of the immigrant struggle because we're we're brought yes. into this world, mm-hmm. we're put into the American society where you're mm-hmm. kind of expect to know these rules about finance and financial mm-hmm. aid where no one shows you the ropes. So then no, you don't once know. you're stuck yeah. with over a hundred thousand dollars in debt, or even fifty thousand, even twenty five thousand, like you're just caught off guard. I agree. and that derails everything else. So it
1: did. So what happened is I didn't do my financial aid literally until August. Okay. Which was three weeks before school actually even started wow. right so not only that i was out of state so the the college people that do know what it is to be an out of state tuition to an in-state tuition for a public school, for, I was a a state public, school. Yeah. for a state school was if you were in state you were paying 37.50 i will i will never forget these numbers 37.50 was at at that time for in was state. Like
0: 12 years ago
1: 12 years ago out of state, it was $10,000 for me. Not only that, it was, I've had like this idea of life, mind you, from being a little kid to 18, that as long as you know where you want to go, you'll figure it out. But I wasn't equipped. Like, I, I have this word right now that I'm always, re, like, revolving my life around now. And it's the word equipped. I didn't feel like I was equipped. Mm. And that was the first, like, oh. <laughs> no, we are not. This is not. I'm not ready. I, I didn't feel ready. It was that. And then having to get loans out. I have a personal loan. I had to take a personal loan from a bank. Mm. And that was now thinking retrospectively i think it's crazy at 18 years old we're allowed to take out these loans for school but can't take out a loan to start your own business and that's
0: on the name of the american dream because right because it's like you're supposed to go to college if you did good in high school so you're supposed to go to college you're supposed to do these things and Mm -hmm. in part of doing so you have to take out this loan in order to fulfill that, right? Yeah, but how
1: can they give a $50,000 loan to an 18-year-old or be able to open a credit card at 18 with the limit starting at $1,000, which is what I did, obviously, because I'm like, what, free money? What? Mm -hmm. I just have to, like, put $20 down every month? Life definitely hits you completely differently, and I I think that's the, the... the I call I'm gonna call it kind of like the immigrant parent curse and blessing so the blessing is that we come from immigrant parents and they go hard they will work work they will work and work and work and the whole like concept is to work and make sure that they're that there's food on the table that there's that they are able to buy a home that they're able to have their kids not have to struggle the way that they struggled well, fast forward, you turn 18, and we don't know they squat. We didn't know much about what moves on in life after being a kid to an immigrant parent. So what ended up happening, I had to go back home and do school here. And I ended up going to one of the community colleges and decided I think I was working full-time and I was still in that relationship from high school so I just kind of transitioned from West Coast ASU Sally to Pennsylvania Girl Sally here yeah
0: and then we were at church on one Sunday
1: uh, yeah <laughs> and then
0: you came up to me and you were like Juan I have to tell you something yeah and I was like you're pregnant aren't you
1: yeah how did you know i have a weird just...
0: like six cent six cents so yeah, you, you that were... was like the third time that's happened to me about people oh really yeah but that's usually my yeah. one response if someone has to like tell yeah. me something
1: one of your top three responses you like think, you're pregnant oh wow yeah, yeah. So, Because people yeah. don't tell
0: their, like, their gay friend. That's not their parent. That's not going to judge them. <laughs> you know, it's like.
1: <laughs> Hello, I am pregnant. Um, yeah, so you were definitely one of the first people. I think you were. I told Kelly, my sister. And then I told you. And obviously the father. Yeah. And then that was it. Cause to be
0: clear, I am not the father. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One. Why did you say that? So like. I just want. <laughs> okay, so I was what twenty three. I was still slowly taking classes. I was um, working full time, and I found out that I was um, pregnant. And um, that was a big transition for me. I was scared, um, embarrassed because yeah yeah, i i would say i was definitely embarrassed because i didn't see myself getting having a child in that form like i i had this idea that i would finish school then have um you know get married and then have a child and you know all that stuff i blame that um what is that nursery rhyme First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby and wait. And the baby carriage. In a baby carriage. <laughs> or Well like that. yeah. Not in twenty twenty. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, so yes, I had um I was and it's just so crazy because I knew I was I was embarrassed that I like did things in a whole separate way but that's just because I was always put into these little boxes and um at that time I was scared but I was like so ready to be a mom like I always wanted to be a mom I, I I love the idea of knowing that there's I'm able to create life, and I was on that journey, so I was so excited, Um, and that's what I did, like, I I had this beautiful eight-pound, six-ounce baby, Um, he was amazing, like, he was born, and just, like, super, super quiet, and observant, and barely cried, and I was just over the moon being a mom and um, that took over all the priorities in my life even over myself mm-hmm. this, this child was like became almost actually was the most important thing to me and that's where I took a back like I, I went I, I took a backside to me and I feel like a lot of women do that as a parent um, when you don't feel like you either f- have the support or you you know what to do, you know the one thing for sure, and is that child, the child's care, the ch- knowing what you need to do. And um, I struggled a lot with figuring out who I am, what I am, where I'm going, because you can't do the things that other people can do that don't have a kid. And... I think that that was my another aha moment was I need to get my shit together because I have another human depending on me. It's not just me now. So add that to the the recipe of not being equipped and, you know, being kind of in a way coddled by, you know, the way we were raised by immigrant parents. Than having to try to finish school, and then let's add another let's add a baby to that. I don't know how I I I managed. We obviously do, and we just need to know that no matter what, we are always equipped. And again, I'm bringing that word again because we already know that life takes us on a bunch of different places and we are able to do what we have to do in that time in that journey
0: and we have to figure it out and, and so- we figure it out and somehow like we can make all these plans we can have all these expectations with the world and the universe or god or whatever you want to call it it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of already figured out we just have to kind of unlock it you yeah. know unlock that part of us
1: exactly
0: so fast forward all these okay. years now to like 2020 so what's so, Landon's nine now, right?
1: Yeah. No. Eight. <laughs> He's eight. Um, he'll be nine next year. Um, but, yes, you're right. Um, so, what I, do you do to
0: take care of yourself? Like, now? Like, when everything now, is... Yeah.
1: Yeah. See- um, I, obviously... I try to read books or I purchase books to influence me to try to read books. <laughs> as long as I have, like, books around me, that might be something. Um, I had my own, like, I have my own space, you know. I had to get, like, a small apartment and Landon and I, you know, are here. Um, I'm I'm so grateful to have endured what I have endured that my, my biggest obstacle and motivation and goal is for financial freedom and i had to readjust different things that i want in life to have that so i'm not in this crazy amazing mansion or this like beautiful i'm in a nice cozy small apartment because that will be that allows me to save And I also was able to save to put my kid into a school that requires tuition. And I'm also able to save for a rainy day. And I feel the comfort in knowing that I'm able to do that. I'm a single parent. I'm um, a mom. I'm a working mom. I work full time. Most of the time I have two jobs right now has been, for the past three months, I've been able to just work one job, but now I have this, like, eager to work again. So, like, I've learned also you need to have multiple sources of income um, just so you can get to the goal of your financial freedom. There's, you always have to research. You always have to connect with people that you that are in like that influence you and you have to be open to to guide yourself and to listen to your intuition and to know that um this is your journey you can't fit into these little boxes you, because everyone else is doing it you don't know that no. right and i had a very hard time dealing with that i felt like oh here's the bubbly the bubbly girl that like you what you said like i was like popular and i thought everyone liked me and now i'm like whoa like 10
0: years later <laughs> 10 years does years it doesn't really matter you know
1: does it matter no but like i always wanted to make sure that like i wanted to at least make people smile and make yeah. people laugh i love that and i enjoy people mm. thoroughly i really do and i want to be able to be like that towards everybody even like I was just in Chicago. <laughs> I have to say this because I think it's hilarious. I went to go eat pizza by myself, and it was a deep-dish pizza. Hashtag, please eat the pizza because it's so good there. So I ordered this pizza. It's small. takes 45 minutes to cook a deep-dish pizza. What? So anyways, I was only able to eat one slice. So then I had, oh, I have five other slices left. I asked for five boxes, and the waiter was like "Uh, okay and I was like please if you have to charge me I understand but my thing was I wanted to be able to give give out these pizzas I'm about to leave in three hours I can't I don't want to waste it it was so delicious why not share it right so I put these little slices and when you go out there's you know a couple homeless people I'm on my third one to give out And, you know, I'm feeling great. So I'm like, yes, I'm able to share like this food. Like now you can enjoy it with me. Like I might even eat another slice with them because I want to sit there with them and just be like, yo, isn't this so good? Like the cheese just melts. Then I go up to this guy. He has this um, sign and it's like home hungry, hungry, but it's Hungary, like A-R-Y. And he's looking at me. I'm like, oh, sir, are you hungry? He was like, yes, I haven't eaten Since yesterday, I'm starving, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have a slice for you. And he, I give him the box, I'm like super joyful, like, Ah, yeah. (laughs) And he's like, What's this? And I was like, What do you mean? I was like, Aren't you hungry? Your sign says hungry. And then he was like, Nah, I thought you were gonna give me like five bucks. And I was like, But I have the food, like, we cut, we're cutting the middleman out, like, I have the food for you. He's like, and I'm like, are you going to take it or not, sir? <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, I'll take it. And I'm like, where's your manners? <laughs> he was like, thank you. And I was like, thank you so much. You made my day. And then I was just like so offended that he didn't want to take what I was offering. But like it just puts things into like perspective. Like you don't know what people want. So what you're able to give to people, they might be accepting of it or they might not. So the the feeling of rejection, I always had that fear around me and the way I lived my life. But in reality is that was just one person. You have no idea
0: what he's going through either. You have
1: no idea. And two is like, we are, we're, we're humans. We might connect with people here. We might connect with people there. And then we may not connect with other people. And put those people to the side because there's so much other people to
0: I think it's like letting it go of, aspect
1: let it go yeah like
0: forgive let go and kind of forgive, keep it moving
1: and it was just funny like who gets into a fight with like homeless people yeah like, I how ballsy of me right because I was I was literally thinking like uh <laughs> I might get like hurt but I didn't see him like that I was just like
0: um you're rude and then it's crazy was I think with homelessness like in any other circumstances like mm-hmm. that could be us. You know what I mean? Yes, like, that I was just. Life talking can to happen. A about it's so that. unexpected. It's like if I would have done some things, if or I might still could do a few things different, I could still end up in a place like that. If the cards, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm hoping it doesn't. And helping those people out there, that there's a lot of mental health issues and things going mm-hmm. on and addiction and things. So, I don't know. Um, you but know it's what's crazy? Like we can relate.
1: You know, thinking about it, we can relate to to anybody, whatever part of life they're coming from i'm thinking about dang that guy was so ungrateful but how many times have i been ungrateful like how many times did my mom like bust her ass cooking something for us right and we were like i didn't want this
0: or even like during christmas supposed to be just such a joyful time you didn't get the thing you wanted or you didn't something get bratty you,
1: right and i'm you know crown me bratty sometimes yeah that's something definitely i'm working on and uh I don't know. I don't know where we're at there, but yeah. I I for me to have felt something from him is a reflection of like I don't like that. So why do I give that off?
0: Yeah. You know, thank you, Sal, for for sharing part of your story with us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is Juan to talk and we're going to dive in just with a few more questions, okay? We're going So finish this off. Okay? God is
1: God is you god is me god is them god is they god is in all of us and god is energy
0: what happens after we die
1: um i believe in recycled reincarnation um i don't know if that's a real term or not but that's just how i Mm -hmm. view it is if you haven't fulfilled your purpose in life you will i feel like your soul gets recycled until the purpose is fulfilled
0: and last but not least finish this off I am
1: (laughs) I am a loved walking contradiction of a human
0: thank you this is wanna talk Uh, and this or spiritual thread doesn't end here connect with people in your world and have honest conversations with them rooted in love consciousness and growth and if you want to connect with me find me on Instagram and wanna talk thank you for listening in